community. One thing about the NFL is it is a brotherhood. Um, out here every year for Super Bowl, helping others, and we really this uh, this network, this community, just continues to thrive and get better. We have an amazing. I don't want to skip to that part, but we have this amazing alumni legends party we're doing Friday night with uh, Mr. Gronkowski as our host, and we have. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be fun. I may not sleep that night. I'm gonna have to take a lot of uh, caffeine. I need yeah, some energy. Sure. I does need he, some energy he, in me. Can, can I- That's the show, everybody. Thank you so much for watching and joining us. We had some technical difficulties, but we're here. It's Super Bowl week, Dan. It's Super Bowl week. You know, it wouldn't be our show if we didn't have some technical difficulties, right? Right, 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 right. Uh, and so, yeah, that's all. It's all part of the game. Yeah. yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm using the mouse real quick. Take your and time. I'm gonna Dan. pass it back to our have computer guy. Some so much. Um, Shout out to Dad. Dad's the mm-hmm. best mastermind. Yeah, he is the mastermind <laughs> over here. He's really the one that's keeping us keeping us running. Yeah, yeah. Um, he really is. <laughs> it's hard to manage the show, and be a host, and then also do all the live stuff as well. Yes. So Dad's really really helping us out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Our guy in the chair. Is what we like to the say. Guide the chair. <laughs> um, oh okay. yeah! Woo, woo, woo. Alrighty, so that should be good. Let's have some fun. And we're gonna have a blast today. I already told everybody. Everybody. I even called Anthony Gargano today. Oh, and what did he say? He said, "Yo, Benny boy." <laughs> I said, "Yo, we got a special guest today." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so our guest today, for those of you watching, um, is Mike Dempsey who is a former NFL player. Um, he, we'll talk about it a little bit, but he has survived two mm-hmm. national tragedies, which is crazy, crazy yeah. stories. Um, he is a wonderful man who's a part of many charities. Um, and we'll talk more about that as well and where mm-hmm. he gives back and, and mm-hmm. uh, what he does to give back. And then Ben's biggest connection, I think, is the autism piece, right? Yeah. Um, and so he is a father, um, and his daughter has autism like Ben mm-hmm. does, mm-hmm. Um, and he's very passionate about that. And um, I think that's how you and him connected, right? So, yeah. So what's the story there, Ben? So the story is we met um, our last year through Access Services, and then I went to the golf outing at Ron Javorski's Jaws event. Oh, right. And it was a lot of fun. Um, I got to uh, do chess funds with different people. Or yeah. I got to see Doug Peterson. I said, how's the ice cream? But I was just kidding. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, we got to meet up, and um, it was just a lot of fun. Um, shout out to the Jaws Youth Playbook. Uh, they do such a great job for what they do and giving back to the community. And, um, yeah, you do a lot of good stuff. And what, what was that event like? Like, what, what – so you, you went – and you were volunteering. Yeah, I was volunteering. I was at that 16 hole, mm-hmm. and <laughs> – and they said, if you get it in, you get a brand new car. Like, the price is right. Uh, <laughs> so, so you were checking for hole-in-ones? Yeah, okay. I was checking for okay. hole-in-ones. But see, Ben, you, you're pretty But I elect- met a lot of people there that day. Um, yeah. I met the people who did the uh, stuff, and they invited me to a Phillies game. There you go. So, so let's let's thank uh, Mike Dempsey. Mike, yes, thank Mike, you so thank much you for so joining much us. For coming. I really appreciate you being hey, on ben. the show. Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, can, you, can you see me and hear me? Good. Yeah, we can. Yeah, All yeah. Right. Can you see? Oh, looks like our whole our camera. Let me click this real quick. There we go. Can you see us now? There, I can see you guys. Yeah, there we, the, go. Right. there we go. Good to see you guys. That's All right. Great. Yep. So, 
thank, thank you for you. the great intro, by the way. But I, I just want to qualify and say that uh, I appreciate all the sentiment. But the my NFL days were very short. It was less than two weeks in a training camp with the Bucks in 1995 because I had busted ACL. I was in a rehab trail from an arena football injury, uh, ACL meniscus, and uh, Sam Weiss didn't like me too much, uh, so I got an injury settlement. But um, but that's all good. But I've been able to serve a lot of the NFL alumni charities and still uh, help out a lot of great organizations and relive uh, very few. So I'm in the whole shame, probably. As I oh, call no, it. no, no, no. <laughs> I see Derek okay, Brooks, who was my brief teammate. I said, Derek, you made the whole thing. I made the whole shame. But it's all good. But uh, we're all a great community. One thing about the NFL is it is a brotherhood um, out here every year for Super Bowl, helping others. And we really this uh, this network, this community just continues to thrive and get better. We have an amazing, I don't want to skip to that part, but we have this amazing alumni legends party we're doing Friday night with uh, Mr. Gronkowski as our host. And we have, uh, Uh oh, (laughs) yeah, it's gonna be fun. I may not sleep that night, I'm gonna have to take a lot of uh, caffeine. I need some energy. Can can I just say something? (laughs) Yeah, what? What does Gronk have a lot of energy? Because if I ever want to meet him, I'm gonna say. Me and him can match our energy together. Yeah, I think you probably Yeah, he's right. got energy. I think he yeah. can you know, <laughs> he doesn't go. need to <laughs> he doesn't need Starbucks or he just yeah. takes a dose yeah. of energy. And I mean, I seen his so. Instagram post like at Star- like at like at um Disneyland last year when he won the Super Bowl. He was like having a Jedi lightsaber. He went on the Star Wars ride. Yeah. If he likes roller coasters, hey, we have to go on a coaster. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He's a character. Yeah. Uh, he is one of the one of a kind, and uh, we have Emmett Smith, Jerry Rice, uh, Kurt Warner's coming, Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, we got a lot oh. of great talent coming out, so it's going to be a fun. Uh, I have a list somewhere. Justin Tuck. I mean, we Dang. have uh, a lot of Anthony Michael Hall, the actor, coming. Wow. Dean King, wow, Superman. Wow, wow. Superman's even coming to our event, which is awesome. Superman. So it's gonna I love be yeah, I was going to say, that's got to be like it's got to be a, a nice invite list, right? <laughs> but I'm sure it's also got to be. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but I wanted real quick to mention uh, just what you're saying about the you know NFL and, and the way that they help. And really, that's a big piece for Ben, too, with the whole Eagles Autism yeah. Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, Jeff Lurie starting that to his brother. And um, just really cool to see, like, Ben and my family are huge sports. I'm a huge nerd, right? So I'm like the, the odd guy out. But I love to see something that big um, also giving back. And so that's really cool that they, they put that on and um, that they it really just aligns with, you know, our family and, and the fact that we're in Philadelphia. Yeah. And so shout out to the well, we had a strategy. I mean, I'll tell you, Ben and I, I think after the last one, I did a podcast with you last year in the Super Bowl when I was in Tampa, mm. I remember saying to you, hey, uh, you are lucky because Ron Jaworski, uh, Philadelphia Eagle legend, does so much to give back. He has this great golf outing and I really think i can get you there as a volunteer i remember we had this conversation i said let's just start with that make that and uh what a great story i mean ben was uh was such a fun day. It was my first golf outings i had only taken up golf like three months earlier so i took mm. these golf tech lessons i thought i was really good i shanked the first hole the first tee off and it was not a little bit bad start yeah. then i started to be on a roll and i ran to ben i think it was a uh, hole 16 ben you're on and, and i was yeah I was getting ready uh, to my, <laughs> yeah. I was getting rid of my driver. I was really ready. I was on a roll, and then as I was hitting, uh, I think Ben saw something that was exciting, and he yelled, and that so that ball went five, ten yards the other direction. But other than that, it was a lot. It was a fun day, and then look, about a week later, if I remember correctly, you got the job uh, as the uh, Eagles uh, yeah. operations uh, field. Right, it was, yeah, yeah. So that was on, an awesome opportunity. 
Unreal. I, I yeah. actually met somebody that night at the party, and I said, hey, do you work for the Eagles? And she goes, yes. I said, I applied for it, oh. and I really want to work there. She goes, I'll see what I can do. I think she was an angel, but yeah, she would have been Yeah, I mean, she snuck in there and checked, yeah. checked those, uh, those applications. Yeah, but the Eagles leadership team does a great job. Um, yeah. Shout out to uh, uh, Norman and uh, – and I forget the other people's the staff name. to help you out. Staff, there, to, yeah. staff to help me out. Yeah. Kiki, um, Kiki does a great job, yeah, and Ryan sure. Hammond. Ryan Hammond has a great vision for. We, Eagle I, I can't tell you though, Mike, how many times in preparation for that volunteer event we said to Ben, "All right, Ben, I remember golf is a quiet game, right? When they're getting ready to go, <laughs> you got to stay yeah. quiet." And we've got some family members that golf, and and they really try to emphasize that, but. You know, there's, yeah, there's only so much we can do. <laughs> no, you need to meet my good. uncle was, John sometimes. I get a lot of ugly shots. That was one of my ugliest, but it's okay. It was all for yeah. money for a great for George Youth Playbook, great cause. And, right. Uh, hey, it happens to all of us, even hey. the best. Even John Daly I played with yesterday. I was at Johnny Damon's golf outing in Orlando, and I saw John had one that it looked like a pro shot to me, but, you know, he was drinking. Yeah, you know, John sure. Is, uh, Doing his thing, I don't want to tell all those John Daly stories, but he had a he had a bad old too. It happens to the best of us. There you go, there you go. Um, <laughs> I was going to say my yeah. bro, my uncle likes the golf. John can yeah, it's true he does. Him him and his son John Jr. The, our cousin John. Yeah, they uh they're both golfers for sure. Yeah, but more definitely more casual, more more casual end yeah. for sure. So Ben, we always start with two questions though, right? So all right, let's yeah. just Start with so your first question. I I love Mike. I love taste buds, and I don't know about you, but what's your favorite restaurant to eat at? I love Cajun food. I just, yeah, literally I was at, uh, I got into town a couple hours ago. We went to LA live right by the Marriott over here. And I went out to the yard house and what do I get? Gumbo. I and I got uh, jambalaya. Love oh, that. I love, nice. Yeah, I love spicy food. Ooh, so that is, go. that's what I love. There and I'm go. from Brooklyn, New York. So I love Italian food. You can tell by the Brooklyn accent. I love my Italian food, but really when I want to go out and splurge, I go for a Cajun. I love it. I love it. And so we always ask, I'll ask my question next, but for Ben, he's found that's a good way to get to know somebody. And for me, I think one of the good ways to get to know somebody is to figure out or ask what makes them angry. So what's something that like makes you upset or something that makes you angry? You know, a lot of us that uh, do so much like I do, I, I feel like I multitask. That's what I do best, but I get frustrated when I can't uh, do as much as I want to do. That's probably when I get really um, like this week. I have so many events and I'm a planner and we all have a little bit of OCD. Yeah, sure. Um, and I have, I certainly have it. I'm very, I have to have my whole schedule. And when things go off the schedule or I realize that I get, you know, that's when I don't say get angry, but I get uh, definitely discombobulated. <laughs> so it's, it happens to the best of us. So uh, to answer the question, I think that's really more when things go right. And, and Kelly, my daughter, you know, she has Asperger's. What happens when Kelly's schedule gets thrown off? She has a meltdown. Yeah. Um, probably takes after her dad. I'm sure Ben, you have your moments where things go off schedule and yes. uh-huh. probably not happy Ben anymore, right? Yep. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah, there used to be. Uh, we did a couple cross country trips. Oh, God. and uh, anytime Uh-oh. we took a wrong turn, dad would be like, "We're home," and then that escalated, and, and Ben would freak out. He'd say, "We're not. This is not home. This is not home." <laughs> and so he's not that way too much anymore. But I, but definitely, even this morning, we have some times where Ben gets a little frustrated. And, right? and you know what's funny? We drove to California one time. We did. You're right. We drove, and I said, "Are we there yet?" Is it a bit of far away or far away? Uh huh. And what was the answer? It's far, far away. Yeah. Right, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. So Ben, uh, my mom asked Ben 
you know, how far did you go? And he said, millions and millions of miles. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds like National Lampoon's Vacation. I don't know if you've seen the first movie, but one of my good friends who I'm going to be uh, doing a couple events with this week is Anthony Michael Hall. Okay. Uh, and one of his first movies was that Chevy Chase uh, 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 movie. And yeah. The Sun That's- and... Yeah, it's yeah. no, he wasn't in the Christmas movie. He was in the original movie. Uh, okay, you know, okay. They changed the 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 kids changed uh, who played him. It was kind of weird. You yeah, watching the films, like, wait, that's not him. But um, but I guess he didn't get the contract he wanted to do the sequel. Mm. I guess, but um, but yeah, no, that movie. It sounds like a trip like you got you, you guys would have going cross country and getting Wally World. And oh yeah. Wally World is shut down and Ben goes crazy and pulls yep. up and uh, yeah. John yep. Candy on him. <laughs> yeah, we, we were fortunate. I think there's a couple of times where rides were closed, but I don't know if there was a time where a whole place was closed. Can you think of a time oh, on the okay. trip? <sighs> no. Yeah, that's because once again, actually, to your point, 2004, we were driving home oh, and it, it was actually pouring buckets of rain uh-huh. and we had to leave early. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And see, like, that's why I knew I could ask Ben. Because Ben knows all the dates. He knows all the times. So I tell people that Ben is an encyclopedia of my mistakes. Uh, Because anytime, (laughs) you know, know, I did something wrong, Ben goes, "Uh, remember, Dan, you know, in uh, in, uh, April of 2016, on the 4th, you uh, did this thing. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I did. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, Yeah, so Ben, do you want to ask the next question? Yeah, so um, I heard that you played football with Tampa Bay Buccaneers for, for two weeks. Um, when less, the dream less than two weeks, less than, less than two weeks. I think it was like eleven days, if I remember oh, correctly. Go, I have go. a very, so, I have an encyclopedia of knowledge too, and I remember. Um, but what was cool about it was like when um, I, I they subsidized where I was staying um, because I didn't have a job then, and yeah, uh, we stayed in monthly, basically month to month apartment rentals. Yeah, and right. they were able to carry that until I was able to land on my feet. So that mm-hmm. was a class act by the Blazer organization. Yeah. And uh, it's Tampa Bay is definitely one of the classiest organizations uh, yeah, it's around to do that for somebody who, uh, again, I was just glad to get the opportunity. Unfortunately, I'm damaged goods. That's what happens in football. Yeah. Is, uh, you know, yeah. now these days you get ACL tear and get back in the field. But, you know, back in 1993 to 1995 in that era, you know, I got yeah. this thing called uh, I got a cadaver graft. There's two kinds of operations you can have in the cadaver graft that you you get back quicker, but the stability of your mm. joint is not as good. Mm-hmm. So I took a shortcut, and uh, unfortunately, I should have probably gone for having some regrets with my hamstring, and mm. there was other kind of ways to do the surgery, but I wanted to get back. I rushed, yeah. lesson learned, yeah. trying to get back, and uh, unfortunately, but then I tried professional wrestling. That didn't last too long. Four days, I think, I went to wow. Atlanta wow. to try out and take some bumps with the big uh, – wrestling guys and i got dropped on my head on my dang what day i didn't tuck my head you're supposed mm. to tuck your head when you get slammed they didn't tell me yeah do gymnastics i'm from brooklyn no yeah right right yeah, I, took my head and I took a stinger and i almost didn't wake you know it was a pretty scary when you can't feel your legs yeah um, for sure so yeah boxing i mean i tried i wanted to be a professional athlete and yeah I was so, lucky to revitalize my career and do something in banking. Which, yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. So, Mike, what, what what was your experience like when your dream was over? Right? Did you, what was your feeling like in your inside with if you, with your emotions? Because we talk about emotions sometimes. Yeah. Like you know, I, uh, I think I was driven. I was a driven person. Like we talk about OCD, right? So mm-hmm. when I had a goal, nothing was going to set me back from achieving that goal. Um, you know, I transferred colleges a couple 
couple times because I didn't want to play. I didn't want to sit on a bench. Um, I, so I transferred uh, three times in college, and that's what – so – but opportunity happened for me. You know, I was uh, sitting there in the summer of 93. I graduated yeah. Albany a summer late because I had a, my credits didn't transfer over. And the Albany Firebirds football team there had a need to, for somebody to fill in because of mm. injuries, right? Yeah. And I got that opportunity. So things happen for a reason. I've learned yeah. in life that things happen. Some of these misfortunes, as we call them, yeah. there's a reason for it. Even 9-11, people say, oh, you're so unlucky. I don't know about unlucky or not. I'm lucky because yeah. I survived. Yeah. And it's an opportunity to help others. So I don't look at that as a misfortune. I look at that as a fortune. So yeah. you got to look at things, put a positive spin on life. And sometimes you look back at things at a time the end of the world oh my god i can't play football i can't play or but then you can look at it as an opportunity a door that's going to mm-hmm. open yeah and that's what i've learned yeah no that's amazing and we had a, a guest on uh, our last show and a yeah. uh, family friend of ours but he had something like just crazy life situations in which like he lost some family members and then he went through like three bouts of cancer so just like these crazy things and he had a very similar take on it in which he was like you know those mm-hmm. things formed me into the person i am now um yeah. and that you know allows him to to be who he is and so yeah Don't i, I want to forrest gump i mean that forrest gump movie is like that's yeah. i, I, I love forrest gump. yeah and you're forrest gump you're uh on all these different places and when yeah. las vegas happened i got a lot of people saying man i don't want to be in the same room as you like because <laughs> yeah. you were in 9-11 and then but i wasn't at the concert i don't yeah. like okay I mean, I okay was, thank god i didn't like country music yeah. i was at the mandalay bay at the hotel when that shooting happened but it was still a pretty scary yeah. situation what was funny is i didn't even know what was going on quite frankly because i didn't know it was a concert i didn't what i didn't know what route 91 even meant um Dang. i don't i'm not a country music person so i was yeah. there for the film a show of uh my one of my good buddies brett raymer has a show on animal planet called tanked it was a great show where he would build aquariums for uh celebrities and oh, i was cool. out there filming that show that weekend happened to be there and i was going to scott bayo's uh charity golf event the next day in los angeles so I had a mission to get from point A to point B, and somehow, in the meantime, 10 o'clock, uh, hell erupted. Yeah. It's a very unfortunate, scary situation, but um, helped out a lot of the uh, victims, uh, survivors of that mm. tragedy uh, with their fun to help the people who really had uh, real injuries, traumatic injuries. Yeah. And, Help them from what I went through with 9-11, so. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to, you already brought it up, which is great. I was just going to touch on it for a little bit. But that, like, the joke, right, of I don't want to be in the same room, room as you. Like, I thought on the same lines. I was like, man, I, you got to hear that all the time because mm-hmm. people, I'm sure, make yeah. that joke to you all the time. Um, but what, like, how do you uh, process like difficult things now so like those both of those events right maybe the the um mandalay bay one since you weren't like necessarily in that exact uh concert but you know 9-11 like it's a pretty intense thing to be yeah so how how do you process hard situations now uh you know i i it's called ptsd we all you know 9-11 i don't think that term was really a buzzword that we used back then i mean obviously uh, going through the 9-11 tragedy i was injured that day it was hospitalized it was kind of a fear that my life was going to end at one point when i'm in the hospital outside of thinking it could have been a nuclear bomb texting me so what was going on at that day 11 was like pretty much uh it was pretty slow um but yeah it was ptsd in uh, las vegas i think since i've been through i kind of maybe held handled it but still something that brought back a lot of flashbacks and a lot of bad memories and processing that 
but then to think, well, how can I help? And I was like, put my energy into something positive rather than negative. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's definitely what you have to do. And especially in, in settings, especially we talked about it with, um, Matt, Weintraub uh, when he was on, but we talked about how, you know, with media, it's so much easier to uh, talk about the like negative piece or the negative side of things. Um, and that's really what you feel like you see a lot of. Yeah. And um, it's really good, I think, to to do what you can to uh, show the positive light or or just try to take something and say, OK, let's not focus entirely on the negative. How can we focus on some of the positive? And one bite at a time from yeah. an elephant. Yeah, that's what he said. Because yeah. I asked, yeah, I asked him great. how he, he processed things. And he said, you can't eat a whole elephant in one sitting if you get one bite <laughs> at a time. Um, and so, yeah, that's for sure. Sometimes you have to do, sometimes you have to do things that are hard in order to do the things that you love. Yeah. Very true, Ben. Very, very true. Um, so you got a question, right? I do. I do. Um, so, uh, you have a special needs daughter, uh, named Kelly and you have the dads and daughters show. So advice for other parents. So what, what would you say to give, um, advice for parents out there who have a child with special needs or for you to help people understand your show better? I think being an advocate means being educated about um, what your child has. And I had to read the whole book. I read 10 books, 20 books, and I want to educate myself on what her rights were with schools with going through an IEP, individualized mm. education plan, so that I knew Kelly was getting the best of what she needed to go get through school. And I had to be up there and be the uh, dad that was always up in school and making these one-hour meetings, uh, IEP meetings, into 10-hour meetings. And they feared me, I think, the school board system, because they knew I knew the rule book on what her rights were to handbook was and what she was supposed to be yeah. getting in terms of... Uh, so I encourage, uh, I, for example, there's a process when you turn 18 uh, to become what's called guardianship. So I'm our legal guardian. Yeah. A lot of parents, I can't tell you how many people I know that have child uh, children with more severe disabilities than Kelly and they don't even know about it. I'm like, well, it, it's out there. You have to read up on it. And yeah. to, you do it before they're 18. It doesn't cost really anything. You get a free lawyer. Um, but if you do it after 18, you can pay tens of thousands of dollars. So, yeah. again, it's a matter of knowing um, knowing the process and yeah. educating yourself. Because then you're doing a child a disservice, honestly. Yeah. Because you need to prepare them for life skills. Right. And that's what I'm trying to do is transition her to become an adult. Yeah. She's 19 now. So. Yeah. Yeah. We, there's a, I don't ca call it a joke, but Ben, Ben jokes with me. We call it Dan school. <laughs> and so I work with Ben and I help him with those exact things, those independent yeah. goals. Um, and I said, when we started, I said, Ben, you're a kid right now. And when you graduate Dan no, school, Goo -Goo Gaga. yeah, you said, you guys said you're Goo -Goo Gaga. <laughs> uh, and I said, you'll be an adult when you graduate. Cause my mindset is there are so many things that are required of being an adult. And I think Ben is capable of doing 78% uh, of those things. Yeah. Um, and the other 22%, you can pay someone to do. You know, yeah. like, you know, your taxes, those kind of things. There's all these services that, that you can have someone help you with those kind of processes. But there's yes. a lot that I know Ben is capable of. And that's why our um, mission and our value of our company is, mm -hmm. is to be the one. Right. Be out there. Be kind. Yeah. That's yes. the goal. And, and so it really – it all starts with your knowledge. I think you're right. I think that's, that's the key piece there is – for parents and families who don't don't know, then there's no starting point, yeah. right? And if there's no starting point, then there's there's no yeah. journey at all. Um, and I think the biggest thing that I experienced is, is I've had friends who definitely were somewhere on the spectrum, but because they weren't severe, their 
parents didn't want to attach a stigma to their child. Mm -hmm. And then I think in the long run, that's actually hurt that person's development. Um, And so, yeah, I think, I think you're totally right on that point. A lot of it's giving a child the confidence. What Ben has is a lot of confidence. He's very uh, comfortable comfortable with himself, who he is. And, uh, you know, I wanted to give Kelly that platform that when I did the dads and daughters show, we don't do it anymore. We did 24 episodes it during a pandemic. I was home and I was traveling. Yeah, sure, right. You know, doing these shows that you guys don't have much work this is to do. Yeah. Um, but we had a great 24 episodes and it was uh, gave Kelly more a platform, yeah. confidence to get on camera to things that she wouldn't ordinarily do. And I think it's great what you're doing, Ben. And I think yeah. it's, uh, you're a great role model for her. So um, keep doing what you're doing, but more that you're, you get confidence out there. Like when you went to Jaworski's event, I didn't have to walk with you. You did it all on your own. Everything <laughs> yeah. you did was that's you, what, that's not what called me. me. The so. networking man. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. That's, I said all the time, but the, one of the biggest reasons and the, one of the things I like the most about the company that Ben started is he gets a network for himself. Now, I think for a long yeah. time he was networking for other people, which is great and always needed. Um, but I, I wanted Ben, Ben's direct actions to affect him. Um, yeah. And so now, you know, all the connections he makes and all that kind of stuff that he really enjoys, he gets to do for himself. Um, He's a, Ben's a celebrity. I mean, I, you know, every, when I saw Ben at the Jaworski event, I said, I don't care about Doug Peterson. I want a picture <laughs> of Ben. <laughs> I don't care about the other guys. Yeah, you so, should come. Uh, I love it. You should come. I love it. Yeah, Ben. Maybe maybe I'll have to help the next one, right? Actually, yeah, yeah. We should be a we should be a sponsor for the event. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Right. We'll, we'll have to uh, get a, get a couple more schools there, but I think before we're ready to do that. That's what but, I'm thinking. Uh, but, but it actually is to watch this year because Philly. Yeah. Not but, you know the event, the Jaworski event this year is uh, unfortunately the weekend of my boxing match. I'm doing oh, a yeah. charity boxing match with Jerry Cooney for his fight night um in hoboken so i can go to the parents party but the golf is the same day and i don't think playing golf and preparing for a boxing match yeah goes together so i may have to skip the golf this year but i will be at the uh the, the pre-event the okay. party, the parents party Tim and Philly. i can't drink because i have to be in shape to go three rounds which may not seem like a lot but for me well that's a lot be, yeah I'm 50 years old it's tough at this yeah. age i mean so I'm sparring now in there with kids like half my age. I'm getting beat up even with the headgear. It hurts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and people so, people don't realize the cardio that goes into that. They're, this cardio yeah. is crazy. Um, and so well, yeah, I got trained by a guy named Irish Mickey Ward. I worked with him last year up, in, and he'll be in my corner for fight night. But Mickey put me through like seven rounds Dang. of real and gassed me out to show me what. And I think what he was trying to show me is, hey, if I can do seven rounds in the ring with him, hit the yeah. I can go three rounds and uh, yeah. that was really just to give me the confidence, but reverse psychology. Cause I was ready to quit. And he yeah. kept pushing me and he kept it's kind of like the Irish thing, you know, but Oh yeah, you for keep sure. Going. <laughs> and, uh, I, it was love great. It. I love so, it. Yeah. it. It's kind of like Rocky, like you're like in that match ring or that we boxing. Remember the we <laughs> boxing? <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that, but I will, I will tell you, I, I spent a little bit of time at a friend's in Alabama and he was a youth pastor at this church. I think he actually still is a youth pastor there. But uh, one morning, he woke me up at like 6 a.m. And I'm like, what, Caleb, what are we doing? He's like, oh, we're going to go work out. And I was like, oh, all right, sounds good. And so we go over to the church, and there's this, I want to say, I know for sure he was 70. I think he was 72-year-old man. Hmm. And he starts leading this workout. And I kid you not, the hardest exercise I've ever done and like we're doing all all these crunches all these workouts that's like what you workouts make me do yeah workouts i've never seen i now make ben do but i've never seen some of them before yeah. and 
at the end, I'm like, Caleb, like, what's that guy's story? And he's like, well, he was actually a boxing partner for Muhammad Ali. What? You never told me that story, Dan. And so he, like, was in the, you know, the same uh, group, and he was a partner of. And so, you know, I don't know if it was for a year or for two weeks. I have no clue what the length of time it was. But, man, 72, he ran laps around me. Uh, And so it's a whole different league for sure. Well, a couple of years ago, I started doing uh, yoga, believe it or not. There was a wrestler named Diamond Dallas Page that I had met in my brief uh, wrestling uh, time back in the mid-90s. And Diamond Dallas Page has done his uh, DDP yoga. Okay. And we actually have the NFL alumni now get it for free, which is great, helping mm. out guys that it's it's tough. All the injuries we get, but this yoga is yeah. high-intensity yoga. It's not for uh, – it's not that other kind of yoga. This yoga really puts you through a workout. And yeah, stretches right. And balance and – Things I fall on my face sometimes doing this stuff, but it really helps because uh, part of the reason I can do boxing at this age because uh, you would think with two ACL reconstructive surgeries I couldn't do anything on this knee, but I I feel fine. I don't want to say I'll always feel that way, but the the yoga. But he put me through some crazy workouts. I went down to Atlanta, went to his little studio, and uh, it's intense. And it was like an hour workout, and I felt like I was there for four hours. Dang, was, uh, so yeah, it's uh. And he's like 60 something. I'm going to say 65 years old now. Dang. Yeah. Uh, Paige. And uh, he just wrestled, I think uh, about four months ago, went up the top rope and did some crazy move all because he's in great shape. He's yeah. Really, uh, yeah. You know, he's going to turn back to hands of time right now with what he's doing and helping a lot of people. The stories, if you go on ddpyoga.com, you'll see the incredible stories. Yeah. Transformation stories that DDP has done for military veterans and, athletes and it's just an incredible thing so that's yeah. inspiring i need to make him one of your guests coming yeah up. there you yes. go that'd be huge yeah we'd love that for sure oh um, absolutely yeah i've got a, a question in this same vein and it's it's great because our conversation is a lot about it same vein the same vein yeah oh i like it um but the 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 charities and the events mm-hmm. the, there's clearly a passion for that right mike like just by the the, the talking at this this conversation alone so so what's the passion behind there like why why get involved in, in your opinion it's to help you know i'll tell you what i tell people i think the relationships i've made over the years is just i don't get paid for doing this stuff i do yeah charity charity is about giving your time and mm. your it's uh, to me the compensation piece of it never factored in i started yeah. doing work with the yankees i helped out hank steinbrenner with his hank's yanks program underprivileged kids I ran the golf outing a couple of times. I don't get paid for that. I do it. Uh, you know, I'm hanging out with uh, a lot of guys that are my idols growing up. Yeah. Right. And, but I'm helping, I know I'm helping kids and that gives me the energy um, for me. Yeah. It's not about getting, uh, getting a couple thousand dollars or getting paid on that stuff. Even when I'm doing Friday night, helping, uh, helping with this alumni party, I don't get paid for that, but I'm here. I'm having the time of my life. Yeah. You know, I'm giving back and only helping others. We have charities that are benefiting from it and the chapters itself and, that's what it's all about. Yeah, I love it. So I have a question for you. Who was your role model, and who did you work up to like as your role model? Yeah. You know, I'll tell you the story. Uh, baseball. I'm going to shift gears. I know you're football. We're going to go to baseball here. Ron Guidry was a okay. New York Yankee pitcher in the 70s. He had a 25-3 season in 1978, my first year watching baseball. Dang, okay. 1978, mm. uh, way before you are born, Ben. But <laughs> he was called Louisiana Lightning. I mean, he was a guy that I watched, and I was like, couldn't believe how what a – Small guy, skinny, and he had the most amazing seasons. Um, so he was always a person I looked up to. I got to meet him, fortunately, you know, uh, 20 years later doing the charity work that I'm doing and became mm-hmm. friends with him. And I always wore number 49 when I started playing baseball with the Yankees in these tournaments. 
Uh, I wore number 49. I never wore any other number. Okay. And we became very close. And I actually said to him one time, you know, could we call him Gator? I said, Gator, hope I did justice to your number. He goes, yeah, you did a good job, Michael. I love it. I love it. And uh, that relationship. So he was really somebody who was a role model for me. Yeah. Um, Great guy uh, on the field, off the field, an example. And he connected me with Yogi Berra. I got to hang out with Yogi Berra. Yogi Yogi Berra. Yeah. And I got to spend a lot of time with Yogi Berra in the last – Three or four years of his life and yogi with uh, his yogiisms were classic and i got to spend so much time with him that's amazing he became like another grandfather to me and yogi and i was all through gator so uh, wow. very privileged to have had had these relationships by yeah. chance and uh sometimes the people you meet your idols they overexceed and sometimes they don't yeah, <laughs> so sure. I have to write a book <laughs> on the ones that we're, but we're not going to say that. It's a whole nother show. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, no, I, I get that for sure. And that's that's always so good to hear. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's a great question, Ben, the role model. Because I yeah. think sometimes we we have guests and there are people, right, that look up to you, Mike. And it's weird to think about that in the sense that, like, oh, I'm in this position now that somebody else was in at some point where they were my role model. Maybe I'm a role model now. And so I, I love that question because it can kind of bring, you know, full train back. Yeah. Um, something that I'm I'm interested in and I'm, I'm wondering because you're right now at the Super Bowl doing Radio Row. And yep. obviously you've got so much going on. You're doing all these different things, all these different charity events. How as you know, with Ben, right, there's a lot more hands on work and I'm sure Kelly is the same way. How do you manage the, the work, the free time, the family? It's tough. I mean, it's a balance that I've always said. I never want to, you know, you're going to occasionally miss something, an event, uh, but cheer, you know, that's their passion. They do cheer events. And I don't think I've really, I've maybe one time missed in, I don't know, five, six years, one yeah. of their cheer events. But for the most part, I make every, I usually leave the Super wow. Bowl Saturday morning. Um, this is the first year they don't have a cheer event uh, coming up this weekend. It's supposed to be a week later this year, thank God. Wow. Um, yeah. So I get to actually stay for the weekend, which yeah. is rare for me because I usually leave on Saturday morning so I can make the cheer event. Mm. And I'm on no sleep, but I, I can't right. function, but I make <laughs> it because um, you don't want to miss those events. And yeah. uh, that's what I've always said is don't miss something. And But there's also back to your question, there's times when, you know, you have to be 24-7 where even last night, where was I? In Orlando. Um, I had to get up at 4 a.m. this morning. Mm. And I'm tired right now for that. But, you know, I got a text from her like 1 o'clock in the morning. I had to respond to it. Yep. <laughs> so I woke me up out of my sleep and <laughs> yeah. paid for it later. But that's just what you do as a parent. And yeah. that's just uh, so that oh, the balance wow. is always making sure you're there 24-7. Thank God we have phones. Yeah. I don't know what I would have done 20, 30 years ago before the invention of uh, iPhones. Yeah. Yeah. Or Mac computers, you know, like, like yes. I like the DOS computers going up. Well, I would say our our mom feels the same way, Mike. So mom has a uh, Life 360, the oh, app, no. and it yeah. Yeah, on Ben's phone. And so anytime <laughs> Ben's driving, she's always checking to make sure you know oh, did he get where he needs to go, all that kind of stuff. Or what we're working. Funny, Kelly just more. invited me to that app. I actually had that. I just installed that. I don't know how it works yet, but she did send me an invite. Yeah, I got to learn about that. It might be a cool thing. Uh, but she's not driving yet, so I don't think I need to worry too much. Yeah, there you much go. Under, but <laughs> yeah, but soon enough, it'd be nice to know wherever she goes. Hey, you're in. Uh, yeah market or something that could follow her around That's yeah great. exactly yeah our mom our mom loves it she always wants me to put it on my phone i'm like sorry mom can't do that can't do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um so as a, a parent right with someone on the spectrum and since you know it's such a broad spectrum but what's something that's really worked for you that you think might help somebody else Ooh, that's a good question. That's a good question because I think every child is different, you know, yeah. um, how they react to things. I think just the, the patience as a, there's times when you know it's called shutdown mode. I'm 
groups or yeah. uh, Ben, you probably had a couple of moments where you were shut down. Mode. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it can be very extreme episodes and you have to know how to handle it. And, and it can be in public. It could be very embarrassing where you get the looks from parents and other people yeah. and, that don't understand your plight and you just have to ignore it and do what's best for your child. I had a couple of years ago, Myrtle Beach, I don't know what it set her off, but something really bad. And it was a complete meltdown and there people were watching, staring, and yeah. I had to contain my anger because I wanted to snap because yeah, I was frustrated. I'm right. dealing handle it and somebody's walking over, but you gotta stay focused and help your child and those things do happen. So I think patience yeah. um, is something you have to have if you don't have that kind of uh some people, you know, you have to step up as a special needs parent. And I do yeah. a lot of autism dad conferences. We started this autism dads network few years back um wow because there was always a focus not not just on the dad's piece of it because we have a lot of responsibilities yeah. a lot of times mm-hmm. too and in my case i do a lot with her so i have to really make sure that i'm understanding what others are going through because yeah. i think yeah. i'm going through this but all the same issues i struggle with other people are going through yeah. so mm-hmm. hearing perspectives from others that are going through similar just like 9-11 i mean yeah. I, I didn't want to go see a psychologist one-on-one i wasn't how i was brought up but i yeah. used to go to peer groups where I would meet other survivors and other people wow, that had experiences, yeah. shared experiences, so they could relate. I could relate. I could talk to them where I mm-hmm. could not talk to family members about what I went through. So I think having that uh, shared perspective with other parents has helped me a lot over the years Yeah. where I'm saying, man, why does Kelly do this? Or um, I, I can now understand it and yeah. say it's not so bad. So yeah, that's not so true. I do, I do some work with other special needs adults, and I had a client for a while who was much older um, but I tell Ben all the time, like that client, uh, did a lot of the same things that Ben does. And so mm-hmm. in some ways that was actually good for me to see. Cause I was like, okay, yeah. some of the things that Ben does, is not just Ben, right? Like it's not just him, like trying to get under my skin. Right. You know, it's yep. like, that's, that's actually Ben how he operates. Um, and I think you're so right. Cause there's even times too, where I I'll get frustrated and, and I'll lose my cool. Me too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's Happens. all about that, and it's about having those connections. I think for sure. Yeah. Um, we have two comments on there. Yeah, we do. Everyone is is being okay. very very kind, saying great show, uh, um, which is awesome. We Shabuka, really that. Shabuka, shout out to Shabuka. He's a good friend of yours, right? Yeah, he says, "What an amazing show, live show." <laughs> uh-huh. I love it. I oh, love thank it. You. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you do some uh, public speaking, right? Yeah, I've uh, been fortunate to speak about my story, uh, 9-11. Yeah. I've talked about a little bit about my journey from uh, locker room to what I do now. I think yeah, that's sure. a, it's a lot of bumps along the way. My journey was not, a, you know, it had a lot of bumps and bruises, literally in the boxing ring. I'll have some more bruises. Yeah, room. sure. Um, but I think it's a story that can hopefully inspire some people, too, because, you know, I want to live out. I told you about the Ron Guidry story with baseball. So I always want to be a Yankee baseball player, right? So that was yeah. like the real thing. Football, I love football, but let me tell you, baseball was mm. really my sport. I got to play it in college, uh, shoulder, torn labrum. I couldn't throw from third base anymore. So, unfortunately, I didn't play. Uh, I didn't go to professionals wow. like I wanted to do, right? I, I followed the football dream, which didn't go that far either. But, um, so, you know, but years later, I got the opportunity to play with the Yankees on these tournaments, uh, these camps. And I got this uh, privilege on Father's Day. It was for a friend of mine, Brian Doyle, played for the Yankees. At Parkinson's disease, we were doing an old timers day to honor Brian. And I was just going to come there as a guest. Well, I ended yeah. up playing in the game wow. as a Yankee legend. And I got a hit off Jeff Nelson, uh, four time World Series champion. Father's Day, full house, 12,000 people out there. And it was a 2 2 pitch. He could have struck me out, but I got one. It was a low <laughs> pitch. Uh, 
down the middle. And I thought I got old. And honestly, when I hit it, I had that home run trot going. <laughs> uh, and it landed in the center field. It was a legit hit, but I thought I got old. But, yeah, uh, right. But Nelly, I give him a hard time, the pitcher, because I see him all the time. I'm like, I get to hit off you. I'm one for one in my major league career. But <laughs> it was a cool feeling. I mean, I was a Yankee for a day. Yeah. And, uh, given the kind of the respect in the locker room and it was one of those moments that I lived my dream yeah and then last year I finally fulfilled the other half of it was feel the dreams um I want to take my dad I love that movie Kevin Costner so yeah. I'm like, I, I got to get to the I got to get to the game not just to the game to watch the Yankees and White Sox that's part of it but want to have that last catch mm. uh want to make sure but the last thing I did on the baseball field at 49 years old which was that number I wore for Ron Kidry number 49 it was yeah. a symbolism there yeah, I don't want to play at 50 years old. I'm like, I'm too old to play at 50. I want to play, at, I want to play as long as I can at 49 years old. So yeah. that was my strategy. And at the time that the game was August 12th, uh, my birthday was August 14th, where I oh, turned 50. Dang. I get into this, uh, in, into the game the day before with my father because I knew Dwyer Brown, who played the dad, Kevin Costner's dad in the movie, got in there. But that wasn't a special. We got to do a little bit, throwing a ball around, but it was crowded. And it wasn't what I was looking for. The day after the game, I said, Dad, let's go down to the field again. Yeah. And we got to go in the, go in the stadium again one more time. It was really cool. And uh, and we got to have that catch privately. It was on the field. It video. I got a video of it. And then a game um, started, a pickup game, which is what Field of Dreams is all about. It's an yeah. Iowa. People go on the field, and it was construction workers. They were – one guy was – oh, by the way, it was Rocco from Philly. You love that Ben. He was oh, the yeah. guy that uh, Rocco from Philly was like the guy who organized the crew that put up the field. The crew, it was like a hundred yards away from the actual site of the movie. Dang. And these guys were starting to play a game. I'm in center field, checking some fly balls. And I said, guys, can I, I have one last, uh, can I have one last round? And it was my seventh, the seventh pitch. And I got it into the cornfields and I got that on video. Dang. So I got the video of that. And I'm like, I'll never play baseball ever again. Because I don't want to even have a catch. If yeah, right. If you ask me to have a catch with you, yeah. I can't do it. Because my last catch was with my dad. My last hit was a home run. Yeah. Can't mess with that. That right. storyline was perfect. So the boxing ring in June, I hope, I want to say it's a knockout, but I want to be able to stand. I want to go to distance like Rocky, yeah. right? In yeah. the first movie of Creed. I just want to go to distance. Yeah, right. Exactly. And not yeah. get knocked down. And yeah. Or knocked out. So, hey. but it was. Yeah, I love it. Hey, Dan, I love baseball. Yeah. I don't know if I can tell you, but I yeah. love all sports. I love basketball, baseball. Um, you know, what I love about baseball is hitting the ball. Yeah, all of that, yeah. And throwing that pitch. Yeah. I remember backyard baseball, backyard football. Yeah, those games. You those, those games, games too. Computer. Yeah. Yeah, so Ben, what's something that you love, though, that you, you really enjoy? You know what I love doing? What? I love singing the national anthem. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you do a great job. Yeah, that's he did that good. at what, Ben? Did last, you last week time? at the Pensbury game. Yeah, so that's true. That's awesome. So true. Yeah, if the Yankees ever need me to sing, let me know. <laughs> Well, there being a Phillies fan, I don't know if you're allowed. In yeah, so I don't, yeah, I don't know. Like he, like the Yankees might want him, but he might not be able to come home after that. You know? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think the Phillies would allow a Yankee uh, yeah. fan to sing the national anthem. I know you guys can be pretty. The old Bet Stadium was pretty rough on people from New York. By the way, you know yeah. they were really brutal. Oh. So they even threw uh, snowballs at Santa Claus one year. I remember. Uh, <laughs> hey. I remember that, that story. story. So, yeah. You know. Yeah, I remember I read an article. It was when the, the Eagles won the Super Bowl, and it was a little <laughs> video, and it was like, Philadelphia is the only town that destroys their town when they win. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, for the city of brotherly love, sometimes an ass of brotherly. I know, yeah, it's yeah, fun. exactly. I remember when the 
Eagles won the Super Bowl, I mm-hmm. got out to my car and honked the horn. And yeah. People going nuts. Yeah. Um, what's What's a cool thing that you got to do that was a dream that you got to do when they won the Super Bowl? I got to carry the trophy and be on the Elway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm hoping to go on that one yeah. more time. Yeah, he's hoping to get on again. But, yeah, it's it's all awesome. about, like you said with the baseball, it's all about those dreams, right? It's all about having that goal. Yeah. I think that's the, the key point there. Like, it, if you yep. don't have some kind of thing to, to walk towards or to aim for – Right. I think the saying is if you have nothing to aim for, you always miss. Right. Yep. Um, and so having that goal, I think Ben is really good at that. I think you, you he ben is. Ben is very goal driven. What I was trying to yep. coach Ben during the process is don't go too far here. You got to go from, yep. you can't go from you know, to a home run all the time. Sometimes a single to a double to yeah. a triple to a home run. So the Jaworski event was a lever. I said, let's start small. Before yeah. you start working for Roger Goodell, you can work for Roger Goodell one day, but let's start yeah. with something reasonable. And that was great. That's how we worked together to get. And now, look, I mean, you might be working, you might be the next NFL commissioner. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> so, I love it. I love well, it. Well, my but, dream for, for the NFL, and I'm hoping this really does happen, um, I love 32 teams and all NFL players, alumni, and coaches, and and um, ownerships to actually wear blue on April 2nd. Yeah, and that's the goal. My dream is to actually take all of us to change that, and I would love to see if they can do more inclusion and stuff for more people with disabilities. Yeah, it's all about that awareness. Um, yep. But, yeah, I, I think I think you're right, Mike. I, I think it's a, a great a great piece of advice, especially in, in the goal realm, right? Because I think we had a, um, a kid at one of the uh, schools that Ben spoke at, and he asked – what do you do when you have so many goals? And Ben was, you know, you, you kind of got to pick one and aim for that one. But I think you're right. You, it's not even necessarily aim for that one goal. It's okay. If that's my end goal, that is step 10, right? What's step number one? Um, and that might be, in Ben's case, the, you know, the Drifowski yeah. event. Um, and I think that's, that's, that's some solid, really solid advice at starting at. Ben pretty you know, well. I mean, I've seen Ben rolling with some real heavy hitters. I'm pretty <laughs> jealous when I see some of these pictures on Facebook. So, I know. Ben pretty well. So, I know. I, I met a uh, football player at JCPenney's. Yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> he had a Tampa Bay shirt on. And I said, hey, go Eagles. And he goes, uh, you know, I played for the Eagles for a week. Oh, <laughs> Oh, well, okay. I played a little. At least I played four more days than he did. Yeah, there you go. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I forget his name. Back. I said, can we take a picture? And he goes, yeah, we'll take a selfie. Yeah. That's funny. That's too funny. That's too funny. I love it. Um, so in that same vein of trying things or, or goal setting, uh, what advice would you give someone who's like at that step one? Actually, right? I was going to say, are you nervous when you speak? Oh, yeah. We can ask that question, too. Sure. Yeah, I, I I had a fear of public speaking. And I'm like Ben. I know Ben. You couldn't talk till you were what three, four when years old. Three, and now, and now today, just talk. And there's no. Now you can't stop talking. I was the same uh-huh. way. I, had, I was actually very shy at one point. But you know, you got to find your voice. And I think the uh, tragedy that happened with 9/11 mm. kind of forced me. I was forced into situations where I had to get on camera. I was interviewed by a news station. Yeah. And I stuttered a couple times. I mean, I didn't yeah. know what was going on. But then I just got through it. And I think once once I got comfortable. Um, became the other extreme where we wanted to find a camera. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I love cameras. But, uh, but no, I think that was something that, I mean, uh, you got to find your voice. And yeah. Not everybody can uh, be catapulted into something where they're the face of something. They maybe want to be behind the scenes. But um, but no, I mean, I was uh, definitely had to overcome my fears of being on a, so I, I enjoy, like, you know, I can go on stage for five hours. I, can, uh, I love it. I can do this. I can do this all night if you wanted to. Have yeah, I love but, it. 
<laughs> you know what my favorite commercial is? What? Speaking of speaking, uh-huh. like Rob goes, "Hi, this is Rob Gronkowski from um, Nationwide Insurance." You like oh, that yeah. one? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "No, I'm eighty-seven. Why do you like that one? Because he only lies at the end. Oh, he does. <laughs> yeah." Uh, I'll yeah, we definitely. Send you best of him. I'm gonna see him Friday. I'll let him know you like the commercial. Yeah, there you go. Little... Tell him to wear a brew on, on April second. Yeah, I will. I'm gonna see. Actually, I'm playing football in about what is it? Two. It's two forty-eight uh, in California at four o'clock. I have to start getting ready to go play flag football with Snoop Dogg. Dang, his all stars, and we're raising money for his charity and also Sierra Delta. They raise money for service animals for. Uh, for veterans, Dang, it's a great that's charity. amazing. Yeah, wounded warriors, and we have a couple guys. Uh, one of them, Dave Stevens, no wow. legs. He's a speaker. You should look up Dave Stevens Speaks. Yeah. Com. Read up on his story. Amazing. I'm going to see him tomorrow at Radio Row. And uh, man, 40 years he's been doing this, and just an inspiration uh, to what oh. he's accomplished. But yeah, uh, BJ Ganim, who's running the Sierra Delta charity, they do this flag football thing every year. I'm just honestly afraid of getting hurt. I, mm. you know, I have this boxing match in uh, four months or so, and yeah, right. you know, sometimes playing flag football, you could either easily pop an ACL. So I may just play, going for like ten plays, yeah, and get sure, cool, yeah. and then and then say somebody else who's younger. Can yeah, right, right, right. In. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you've got you've got a, a different goal that you're aiming for, right? I love exactly. that. Yeah, yeah. Dreams. Now, now, Mike, I have a question. Who who are you rooting for in the Super Bowl? Oh. I'm torn. I'll tell you what, Anthony Munoz is a very good friend of mine. He was a Bengals Hall of Fame tackle, and I see Anthony a lot. Of it, so I like, and I know Icky Woods, but the Rams, Tory Holt. I, mean, mm. I know Tory lives in Raleigh near me. We're neighbors, practically neighbors. I, I support his charity. And, I love it. Um, and it was kind of funny. I mean, the backstory, I could share this now, but I had a root against the Bucks when the Rams played it because uh, Gronk wouldn't be hosting our party if the Bucks went to the game. So that uh, third, fourth quarter, when Reddy came back, I was having a heart attack. I'm like, no, Tom, don't do this to us. We need Gronk. <laughs> and uh, it was uh, – and I also wanted to see the Rams. I thought it was a great storyline uh, with, with that quarterback at Stafford. I think this is a great – I hope – but you know what? Whoever wins, it'll be a great game. You know, yeah. and that's what it's I all think... about. There's no, there's no losers. Yeah, for sure. LSU, J- Jamal, Chase, Jamal Chase is really good. Joe Barrow is like – it's like a like a Nick Foles type who, of guy. Who are you rooting for, man? I'm gonna go with the Bengals. You think so? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I like the Steelers, but don't tell anybody I said that on uh-huh, the air uh-huh. because of Ben no. Roethlisberger. But, yeah. Um, I really love um the Bengals because I think they they never won a Super Bowl. Yeah. And to root for the underdog, I think I think they have underdogs like the Eagles, <laughs> and I feel like um yeah, spread spread the wins around a little bit. Is yeah. That, is that what you're, you're yeah. thinking about? Yeah. Uh, no, that's good. That's good. I I'm gonna watch because because we're gonna you know have it on, but like I said I'm I'm definitely we'll a... more more the nerd, um, yeah. but you know <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's funny I actually record the game so like me uh, somebody was asking me about the game I said whether I go or not this year if I'm in a suite I don't really get to watch the game yeah uh, true. when I watch a game I need to watch on TV I'm looking at formations I'm looking at things that a former player is going to look for. Yeah. Um, and so I'm a nerd when it comes to watching a game and I can't really enjoy it from the stands or from a sure. suite so for me really watching it I, it's like game film that's yeah. what i love to do analyze dissect uh i could look at the linemen or how they're lined up or whatever i, I love that part of it so i'm recording it i record it every year i'm gonna probably watch it for the next couple of weeks and try I to learn more I'm a I, love the game. I like to learn more about the game i learn a lot of stuff about the game i haven't coached i mean my girls are cheerleaders and obviously not football players but 
I just love uh, the strategy part of the game and yeah. coaching Marv Levy and some other Pitka. Well, yeah. I hope to see Thursday at a cigar event. I love talking coaching strategy. Well, what did he do in the uh, this game or that game? That's yeah. the stuff I love. About yeah. Him. Yeah. When we, we saw the movie Invincible. Uh, not not Invincible. Well, the most recent one. Oh, actually, the uh, uh, Zachary, underdog. Vi. Zachary Vi is called American Underdog. Yeah. Kurt yeah Warner. I'm going to see, see Kurt Warner in about an hour and a half. So I'll let him know you saw his movie. Yes, let him know. Let him know. We actually we we tried to get him on the show. Yes. Uh, but you know they they told us he's, he's a busy guy. Which he's which, a busy guy right yeah. now. Yeah. This week's tough for him, but maybe yeah. next week we'll get him. No. Yeah. No, you know, no, it's one of those he's things. a great guy. Um, yeah, great guy. Yeah, so really many cool things story. about him. Um, um, and he does a lot with special needs too. Um, yeah. He's a Christian. He yeah, he is. Yeah, I met him. I met him in 2000, and uh, and you know his story. You know, arena football very similar. He made it. I yeah. Mean, I at least follow. Try to follow the same path, but he. What he did was incredible. I yeah. mean, uh, so that story was very authentic. I think they did a good job on it. And uh, yeah, Kurt and Brenda, I've known them for, oh man, I feel old, 22 years now. So it's yeah. a reunion I'm going to have. Well, I see him every year, but we always compare. Like, here's the pictures of us from like 20 something years ago. And <laughs> still look pretty good. We think we look pretty good for our age. And, yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. Less hair, but it's all good. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. What's up, man? I was gonna say no. It's not. I was gonna say about Kurt Warner. What about it? Um, he should wear blue on April second. Yeah, he should. Well, you're gonna try to get as many people as you can. Yeah. But the 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 thing, the reason I brought the movie up was, um, that I think that was my first taste. At the end, you know, you see they're they're running plays and and they're uh, talking about the the offense of the Rams, and I really realized it's like wow, like the the stress and strategy that go into being the guy in the box who says, all right, this plays next, like, yikes. I can't imagine that stress level of you're like, you're really, it's, it's 3d chess. Like you're, you know, you're trying to think six moves ahead and you're trying to think, okay, we ran this. So we got to run this next play. And I like, for me, that was kind of an eye opening moment where I was like, Whoa, like there's so much thought that goes into this. And who calls the plays? A lot of times some quarterbacks pull their own plays and you know, some coaches would not allow that. So uh, Tom Landry with Roger Staubach. They used to fight all the time about who would call the plays. You know, Tom Landry was a very strict coach. And uh, it's always an interesting thing to see who who's calling the plays. He called the audibles as a quarterback. Is he allowed to call that? A lot of coaches, Ditka used to hate Jim McManford. Jim, Jim never followed what Coach Ditka told him to do. Jim would do his own thing. He still does his own thing. Jimmy's one of my good friends. Jimmy Mack, I call him. And uh, he's a free it. spirit. And when Jimmy saw something that, you know, he didn't care. What, and he usually was successful. And what he was doing, but Dicka was still yelling at him on the sideline, and Jimmy was like, "Man, I just threw a touchdown." Well, yeah. Why are you yelling at me? But you know, he never followed what the coach told him to do. But mm, yeah, yeah, and that's a whole different level of skill for sure. What's I was going to say, what's your favorite Super Bowl memory? Like your favorite Super Bowl game? My mem- my uh, favorite Super Bowl memory would have to be the Eagles. But what's your favorite Super Bowl memory? I meant to say just because I was there, Giants Ravens in 2001. I wow. got I had incredible experience uh, down in the field. I mean, just the whole experience itself was so priceless. The, the whole Dang. week. Um, that's why I don't really, honestly, when I the, the game, I, I went last year. I was fortunate to go to the game last minute, but I've only been in two Super Bowls, and I'm not driven about going to the game. I'm here for the week of events leading up to it. So, um, such a yeah. great time I had that I didn't want to mess. It was so hard to top that moment uh 2001 and i'm like why mess with perfection <laughs> yeah. so like kind of like why i never play baseball again it's like right i can't mess with yeah. that memory so that for me the super bowl was so a couple times i've gone and i for me those memories are great it's it means i have to experience the game yeah. is something i can watch i can tell you that the 
Um, probably the game I've watched as a kid was the Cowboys Steelers with Terry Bradshaw. It was like 35 to 31. There were some incredible yeah. Super Bowls over the years that I've watched. But, uh, but yeah, definitely for me personally, being at, at, at the experience itself, yeah, probably that first uh, Giants Ravens Giants got blasted uh, 34 to seven. But just being around all those guys the whole week, and that's yeah. where I, I hung out with Kurt Warner mostly that week was uh, uh, Bruce Smith's party. We had some fun times back then. Yeah, so hopefully yeah. this week will be good too. I hope. Yeah, yeah. It's hopefully another good Super Bowl week. Uh, it's crazy, but we're we're at that five minutes left mark, which is insane. The time I thought we're going flown. five more hours. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, you're, right. you're right. You know, five. <laughs> you, know, another hour. Time. you guys got to give me some money, write a check. I'm gonna go. You know. But... Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but I I, I want to always do uh, what I can to give the last five minutes to our guests and just kind of open it up to to your experience and and anything that maybe you wanted to share that we didn't get to. Um, so I'll give you that time now. The red carpet is yours. Yeah, and I appreciate it. I think this week uh talk about some of the events I'm doing, and I talked a little bit about the flag football game I'm going to be participating in, hopefully not break tear my ACL. Yeah, exactly. In about an hour and a half. It's uh, but it's it's a great cause for helping wounded warriors and some of the causes around providing service animals for veterans, wounded veterans. Uh, incredible. That's uh, then tomorrow night we're doing a great uh, comedy uh, fundraiser. Oh, you know, cool. Uh, Ed Tutal Jones, Larry Centers, uh, Christopher Reed. Yeah. Uh, Kid and Play. Kid and Play he doesn't okay. have the, the, the same hair anymore. He lost <laughs> that the top, but, <clears throat> but that's an incredible charity event. We're raising money for a local charity here in helping disadvantaged kids in Los Angeles. So we have that tomorrow night. Uh, Thursday is my one of my favorite Ditka cigars. Ditka, it's the go. cigar event we do. I don't smoke cigars, but I just like to be around yeah. Jaws. Well, Ron Jaworski, your buddy. I know, it there. was very fun yeah. seeing and, all the uh, and, with the cigars. And Coach but it's really raised money for Growing Grapes, which I've been part of for many, many years, helping retired players with traumatic head injuries and some of their needs. And it's a, a fantastic. So what Coach Ditka has done for – uh, for the legacy of players after the game yeah. is incredible. Probably better than any Super Bowl victory he had in 1985. It's mm. all the time. Um, so that and, uh, yeah, Saturday, you know, Lee Steinberg has his party. We do, yeah. some uh, yeah. again, a brain summit helping, again, about retired players with some of the brain injuries that they've had. And um, Super Bowl breakfast Saturday morning honoring uh, Russell Wilson this year. So incredible amount of events, but they're all related to a charity. Yeah, these aren't amazing. just events. I don't go to the Maxim party or the yeah, like yeah, these right. celebrity. I just I go for if there's a purpose to yeah. raise money for something. That's what I want to go to. I don't right. care about the. Uh, no. I would like to go to a Playboy party one year, but I don't get invited to those. But I love going to the yeah uh, charitable causes. So right, that's what it's all about. yeah, I I think it's you know it's it's very clear your your mindset behind it, which is so appreciated. Is is it's that you know that charity mindset. Um, and you gotta, uh, you know, when you see Kurt Warner, you gotta throw Ben's name at him because, uh, because I, I know Ben, Ben really wants him on the show. Um, we'll see if we can make it happen sometime. Who knows? Well, I think in two years, Ben, I think it's gonna be in Vegas. I think I need you as my wingman in Vegas. Next year is in Arizona. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I think two years, me and you and a strip would be a lethal duo, me yeah. and you. And I think we'll we have to definitely do the town up. Vegas uh-huh. is going to be crazy. We can ride an so indoor good. roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. indoor roller yeah. coaster. That's right. New York, New York, there's a coaster there. You would love that. So, uh, yeah. yeah. But it's going to be a fun then, time. So. I, love it. Stars, I love it. I love the History Channel. So, Han Stars. Yeah, yeah there's stores there too, right? Yes, I have to yeah. visit them. Yeah, that's true. That's amazing. Well, Mike, thank you so much for your thank time. Thank you so much, we, Mike. We really appreciate you coming on and just chatting. Um, it means a lot. It means a lot. Well, you may get a special video from some. I'm not going to name who it is, but you'll get a couple of cool videos this week. And I will 
Ruin a surprise it. for you, but uh, we're going to see some people this week that you like and that you know that are going to support what you're doing. And you may have one of them on your show in a couple of weeks. I heard a rumor that yeah, one of these guys is yeah, in the show. We so. do. Uh, that uh, we can announce it now. Yeah. Um, so Mr. Steinberg is actually going to be on our show. Yeah. Lee Steinberg is going to be on our show. We're very excited about yeah. that. It's going to be a really good show. We have a lot to talk about for that one, too. We're excited. It's it's very exciting. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's like a dream. Like, you don't give up on it. Like, yep. climbing yep, that right. ladder. Uh-huh. Exactly. Climb that ladder for sure. My You're so right. matters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to climb a ladder, Ben, where do you have to start? We have to start from the bottom. <laughs> uh-huh. Go all the way yep. up to the top. Exactly. Like a manager, for exactly. example. You're getting there. there. Work, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Mike. Thank you again so much. Thank we really you. appreciate it. And I hope you have a good right. rest of your week. Um, yeah. And hey, let's stay safe team. at that game, all right? Stay safe at that game. I have a Philly cheesesteak for me, man. I miss those Philly cheesesteaks. Have one for me, please. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I will. We will, we'll for sure. We'll have Philly cheesesteaks right. this week. Yeah. All right, guys. I love it. Thank you. Okay. Good night. Thanks. Good night. Bye. Good night.